Oh my gosh. Welcome I back. We're live. To another Welcome exciting back. installment. No, wrong show. In, inciting, another exciting year. Year. Another exciting decade. Another exciting turn of events. Welcome to the future. Oh my gosh. We are in the future. It's 2020, and that always felt like the future to me. So <laughs> I know, which I think, I don't know where we go. I think that means that you can tell that you're older than the people you're talking to. On more than one occasion, <laughs> I have mentioned to people like, yo, we're in the future. And if they were around my age or older, they were like, I know, right? And if they are not, if they're decently younger than me, they're like, huh? I'm like, yeah, oh, like what are you talking about? Dang, 2020. That's future year. How is that not future year? Because it's the future year in every piece of media that we watched or listened to or whatever growing up, right? Yeah. In 2020, in the year 2020. Not now. Now you got Blade not Runner now. 2049. What? Oh, that, well, we got a little bit of time before we get there. We're going to get there. Man. I think the original Blade Runner was set in 2019, actually. I do believe I, you are correct. I believe it was November of 2019. So then that's already happened. Blade Runner has already happened. Mm-hmm. We have replicants. They are running you know, rampant throughout the solar system, universe, whatever. They're on different planets working for us as oh, you know, man. cheap labor force. Yeah, so and I can't, that's a thing. I can't talk about it, but you just made me realize how heavily Blade Runner-ish Picard has started out as. Wow. Oh. Wow. You just jumped right into Picard. It was There's an accident, no but you left it there. I'm, I mean, you <laughs> wouldn't necessarily recognize the segue because you haven't seen it. That's right. I haven't. There is it's some that suggestion that, that maybe um, synthetic people are going to be part of part of the storyline. Well, I would argue synthetic people have always been a prominent part of Picard's storyline. Certainly, but also that they have been for some time illegal. <gasps> Wait, what? Yeah, Did he right. Was illegal. Hey, was he? It's been 20 years. Uh, and there's some things that happened that I'm not going to tell you. Oh. Uh, but that they kind of cover that related into what appears to be maybe some restrictions. And then that's why it hit me. Oh, that feels a little bit Blade Runner E. Blade Runner was all about them synthetics. So, Picard, what, what I'm hearing you say. Is Picard, the TV show, is about Jean-Luc Picard deciding to go back to Starfleet to hunt down <laughs> replicants. Listen, Picard is the new Blade Runner. Is that what I'm under? Is that correct? Well, he has a trench coat. Yes. And is his name Decker? There is some, su- is well, there's Decker? some suggestion Deckard. that maybe he Deckard. hasn't always his entire life been all human. Oh! <gasps> Well, true. He was Borg for a <laughs> <Exactly>. while. So <laughs> that's that. That's my joke. <laughs> yeah, you got my joke. He was Locutus of Borg. Hey Listen, now. I may not be the world's most knowledgeable Star Trek fan, but I know my Star Trek. Like, I'm not going to go toe to toe with like the guys who go to the conventions every year, but I know my Star Trek. Well, then you would know that that word is 
as in confirmed word is Jerry Ryan is going to be in Picard. I don't know who you're talking about. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Star Trek, I mean, let's just go there. Yeah. Specifically the next generation. The next generation. Because this came up recently. Eh, recently. I'm, I'm making air quotes. Can you see them? Mm-hmm. Recently. Yeah, I got you. And like, like six or eight months ago. Uh, a friend of mine that I was working with, you know, we had a, we had a pretty good working relationship, you know, and he was, he was the more technical, well, like he would work on like the code side and I was on like the hardware and like, and like, you know, network side of things. And I would, always, and he was a huge Star Trek fan and I would always joke with him that we were like data and LaForge, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I got me thinking, that's like my favorite relationship buddy whatever relationship in all of star trek is the is the data laforge like there are episodes where they just they they like they, they goof around they they just get to know each other real well and i don't know there's just something about the way those two interact especially in the later seasons that's just really fun it's really good you could tell they really are like best friends it's awesome yeah i was just thinking about it i'm like i don't i don't know that there is i don't know that there is a better one in see all of star trek i mean people might say there's better ones because they like them better or they fit you know they're they're more interesting to them but that one is the most interesting to me in fact the first thing i thought of in terms of like oh interesting dynamics between crew members i was trying to think of something i was trying to think and i was like oh and then i'm like nope all those characters are in the orville (laughs) 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 whoops (laughs) Whoops. <laughs> Listen, we don't talk about the Orville around here. Okay. Around here. This is Star Trek land. Uh, we don't talk about that other show. You know, the one that's doing the same thing that we're doing, only better. Yeah, we don't talk about I that. I need to find out if I can gift you an episode and just spend $3 to buy you the first episode of Picard so that you can so that watch you, it. What, it's like, oh, hey, kid, first one's free. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, you're going to be the hey, dealer. Check this it's out. It's like, hey, first one's free, man. You're going to be hitting me up and be like, what? dude, hey, got any more of that, more of that track? Hey, I, man, I need, a, I need another hit. Oh, <laughs> kid. I've seen the first three episodes of Discovery. At a, at a, I was at a friend's house and he had subscribed to it and we were watching it. And I, I really liked what they were doing. Um, and the I crazy thing is they go more. like, it's like, oh, this is really interesting what they're doing with it. And then you get like six episodes into or halfway through the season. You're like, holy crap, what are they doing? What's <laughs> happening? Is it, is it, are they doing, are they the second season of that now getting ready to be? Third. Or third. 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 Okay. I just, I know I saw some stuff the other day on Reddit. I think it was where people were talking about how good of a job they did with the new old uh, enterprise bridge like they 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 how good of a job they made it you know paid homage to or homage or whatever oh, to the man. original the way the bridge looked but they've made it obviously more modern because of we live in 2020 now oh man yeah i mean what they've done with the first two seasons of discovery is is so much nostalgia i mean i have to admit as i was watching through i was like i don't know if i like what they're going and this doesn't feel right and that doesn't feel very federation-esque and stuff and then further into the show you're like oh yeah they did everything that i was questioning on purpose (laughs) for these reasons 
But then they start bringing in old characters that appeared in um, the next, I mean, the original series episodes. Some of them even with like flash, like clips or flashback clips of the original series, like interwoven in it. Really? Like, like when they introduce uh, Captain Pike, uh, I think they show some some of the original series episodes, and and they just pay. Such... That seems really weird. Yeah, yeah. It, they it just kind they of just is. Like cut to footage of the show from the sixties um, in the middle of Discovery. No, I think what if I recall, it's been a while now, but I think what they do is they kind of introduce Pike, and he has some flashbacks and some encounters with some aliens that are also from the original show and as he's remembering he's remembering and it's it's scenes from the original series that's just weird that they would that they would mishmash those together i mean i'm sure they they do it it so good huh um Uh, just and so uh, all of that original stuff captain pike and picard and some of the enterprise which obviously the show is about the discovery not the not the Enterprise, how they bring all of those things together and then end season two with this event, which you may or may not have spoiled for you, so I won't, um, where you're like, holy crap, the next season is going to be entirely different. Um, so different, in fact, that I've heard Picard is going to be connected to it in some way and Discovery has started at least way before Picard. Hmm. So it's pretty. So exciting. clearly, there's some time travel going on somewhere. Has to be. Well, there usually well, we is. Know. Some That's some canon. level. Star Trek, you can time travel. We've seen it. They've done it. It's whatever. It's trivial. Like, yeah. Oh, pish posh. We can time travel when we wish. Whenever. Yeah. There's no. There's no repercussions from it. It's fine. Spock can you know dresses like a hippie and you know <laughs> knock out punks on the bus that turn their stereo ups too loud. It's fine. It's fine. I think I only had a problem with time travel in Star Trek when um, when Enterprise did it. As in the See, show. Enterprise. I never finished Enterprise. What's that? We watched the we watched like the first three or four seasons. Or maybe it was two. I don't I know. Think we started it. We never finished it. Okay, well, we only got like halfway, so I guess we're in season two somewhere. I don't know why we didn't finish it. We both my wife and I both really liked it. I don't know. We just stopped watching it for it some really, reason. It really grew on me, but they had, and I guess the official story is they were suffering from rating issues and with people that were in charge or, you know, higher up people that weren't really Star Trek people wanting them to bring in some more fancy pants sci-fi. And so they introduced a time machine and, and things got all kinds of crazy. So maybe we left out, maybe we cut out at the right time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's still it's still worth it, but I, re- I recall the last season, they're like, maybe we'll do something different. We're going to put several long story arcs, like, in each season, and they just went too far with the, I, I would say, the Star Warsification of, of aliens, where it was like, check out these new alien races we're introducing. These are the ant people, and these are the <laughs> ape people. And these are the fish people. Uh, I'm like, hello. Yeah. What are you guys doing? <laughs> I like I like that uh, when you called it Star Warsification because that is perfect, right? They don't how it's just like there. There's like this one dimensional 
Like, oh no, they're just fish people. Like, there's no <laughs> other qualities there that no, they're fish people. <laughs> and it's weird because Star Wars doesn't do that with their aliens so much, but they definitely do that with their planets, right? Right. In Star Wars, you have desert planet, snow planet, forest planet, city planet, and then some variation of those. <laughs> like there's never it's not like, oh, no, just this part of the planet is a forest. But the rest is, you know, like, a, you know, on Earth where we have multiple <laughs> biomes. No, no. Every planet in Star Wars is just one. <laughs> It's just the same. It's fine. The whole planet is like this. That works out as a great segue because that reminded (laughs) me very specifically of something that happened in The Mandalorian in which I thought was funny and also ridiculous because so much sci-fi does this sort of thing. It's when he arrives on this planet and there's like already there's already this girl there. Like, so he lands at this, oh, we'll be safe at the settlements out. It's in the backwoods, this planet, nobody goes here. So we drop on this planet, go into like this cantina and there's this ex-soldier girl there and they get in a fight and he goes back to the ship and he's like, well, I guess we're not staying here. Somebody's already on this planet. <laughs> yes. I'm like, it's an entire planet. Go to the other side. <laughs> you never played No yes, Man's but- Sky? There's a whole, but here's the thing. There's a whole bunch more it's- stuff. But when everybody in Star Wars, like literally everybody has their own spaceship and they can just go as they please <laughs> from planet to planet. I mean, really, at that at that scale, a planet's not very big. Like when when you can get up in the morning and think, man, I really want some waffles. But the waffles on this planet aren't so great. But the waffles on three planets over. <laughs> oh, they're fantastic. You can just zip over there for breakfast. I mean, I, come on. A planet sure. isn't really that big anymore. But the concept of, like, this planet's not big enough for two of us. It's like, well, <laughs> I mean, it's still a planet. I mean, I know there's lots of planets, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's going a little Star far. Wars. That's So Star Wars definitely does that yeah. with their with their, with their their areas, their planets, right? So it's cra- it's, it cracks me up when you hear, when you're using that term on the, on the Star Trek stuff. <laughs> It works perfectly. But conversely, <laughs> I would argue uh, Star Wars's other races are far more complex, right? They speak completely different languages. They don't, you know, the they don't try to make them all just humanoid. for the benefit of, yeah, right. For the benefit of the audience, everybody can understand each other for the most part. There's no universal translator, but sometimes, you know, usually right. there's somebody that knows the language that's involved. There's, they all speak like a version of like, you know, English where everybody kind of understands it and whatever. But I would say their, their aliens are far more complex and far more realistic, quote unquote, than Star Trek's ever were. Star Trek's aliens were always, oh, that's the blue guy. Well, wait a minute. How is he different than the than the green guy? Oh, he an has Andorian. a ridge on his forehead. Come on, he has a he has a little bump properly. on his forehead. Yeah. Oh, he has antenna. That's how he's different. So, so that's I mean, start that one has granted, mind powers. <laughs> a lot of that has Looks to do like with the limitations human. of a TV <laughs> but, show, but has mind powers. Uh, of course, I it like could be argued that the aliens of Star Wars is 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 just Jim Henson. You know. <laughs> It's like, uh, what do you got in your closet? Well, I made these goofy things. Sweet. Throw them in a robe. I think, I think the, mm, Jim, well, I don't think Jim Henson was ever involved, <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Um, I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe he was. I know Frank Oz, who worked with Jim Henson a lot, was involved. Anyway, <clears throat> you're But I would wrong. agree with you in general, because they, they, yeah. they have a lot of, you know, random non-humanoid aliens. 
I think that's what sets it apart for me of why I've always put Star Wars above Star Trek. Personally, it's not the actual story of Star Wars. It's the it's the world building that they've that they've done. Right. It's the universe that they've created. Uh, everything from the languages and the aliens to the music to the technology, all of it. That's just far more interesting to me than the Star Trek universe. I love the Star Trek universe. I think it's awesome, but I just, the Star Wars universe just seems more, and it's probably, you know, it's more romantic, right? It's more, it's more exciting. There's more wonder and mystery because they don't try to explain stuff. Right. They're like, right. how could that it's being just, even physically function? It's like, who cares? He does. Obviously, we just, maybe you don't know how and nobody cares to figure it out. Right. Whatever. And they have <laughs> awesome robots. Sorry, droids. Droids. They have awesome droids. I mean, we don't have those Some in Star Trek. Some of them are just yeah. gold and shiny and whiny and annoying. <laughs> hey, now. And then some of them are pretty awesome, like bounty hunters. Heck, yeah. IG-88 or IG whatever <laughs> he was. Now, you could still say that some of them Star Wars aliens. There's definitely, if you look through them, like, yeah, that's a fish head alien dude. Oh, that's for sure. bug face alien oh, dude. My, fav- <laughs> my favorite is... The alien. So, okay, I'm going to test your memory here. Oh, it's I don't in, have uh, any. It's in it's in Star Star Wars Four: A New Hope. You know, aka the first one. Okay. You know, four the first one. The four. Yeah, that makes sense. When when he realized leaving, he could make some money, they're leaving the cantina. They're leaving Mos Eisley, right? And they're they're trying to sneak to the Falcon so they can leave. And that one alien like sells them out. Like he's like telling the the troops like, oh, they're over here. But of course, he's like click talking like clicks and beeps because he's an alien and he doesn't speak English. I think it's called chittering. That's the language. <laughs> but it's <Yeah>. literally <laughs> the, the, the alien is a guy with like welding goggles on. He has like an elephant, tr- like a fake elephant trunk, like <laughs> attached to the goggles. And he just has a hood pulled up over his head. That's the alien. <laughs> and it cracks me up because you're like, that is the most like thrown together, like crap. We need to uh, get that piece of hose over there and um, uh, those goggles and then that jacket. Grab those. OK, we're going to make an alien real quick. And it cracks me up because he's only in this movie for like two seconds while he does that. And it's it's the most hokey, terrible costume. <laughs> I, every time I see it, even as a kid, I was like, wow, that's bad. But yet they've given him this like whole backstory and like this whole character. It's like this whole fleshed out thing. And it's like, wait, what? Why does. Okay, sure. I love it. Is that. Do you think that's who they based um, Anakin's boss off of? Um, You know, I never thought of it. Watto. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He does have a similar kind of trunk, but he could fly and he's much smaller. So I don't know. Hmm. I think one of those things, one of those aliens, whatever their name is, um, not Watto, but the other one, I think they, one of them was in the Mandalorian. So it's like, they've, they've gone out of their way to say, Oh look, no, there's an actual race of these things. I could be wrong. Like a race of, you know, green goblins. Sure. I mean, you know, whatever. Well, you know, I just mean, listen, what we need. Yoda's. (laughs) <laughs> Green goblins. Hey, we don't talk bad about Baby Yoda around here, okay? Um, well, I think the official canon is the kid. Or no, the child. The right? kid. The child. The child, right. The child. Yeah, the kid would be Luke. 
Okay. <laughs> He's the kid. Yeah. Well, if you really the kid. Yeah, that's that's all Han Solo ever heard. Hey, kid. Hey, kid. Hey, kid. Hey, kid. <laughs> so Luke is kid. Um, uh, we we just need to mishmash. We need to come up with a mishmash of Star Trek and Star Wars. We need to like fold them together and see what happens. I think that's Nobody's called ever the tried that. Oh, I don't. I disagree with you. That's way more Star Trek. <laughs> they they, they have Trek. done a little bit more with some of the random aliens they encountered, especially when they were trapped on the like zoo world. I've said it before. So Star Trek is supposed to be the future of humankind, and you know, future of humankind where humans have evolved. You know, humanity's utopia. Yeah, right. The Orville is that same future where humans have not evolved. We're still the same. <laughs> right. And that's um, basically it. And that's the thing. And I that love I'm, it for that. That's the thing that I find uh, questionable about Picard um, is that it seems to be coming from a place of, of hey, what if, um, what if maybe this is not such a utopia? Or maybe what if it's not a utopia anymore? Well, if it's gone downhill, I'm like, I don't even know if that fits with the the general concept of Star Trek. Was that utopia? I Okay, I know that was a big deal uh, early on in the next generation. But was that played up so much during the original series and all the movies? I feel, I feel like the original series made... The concept was like when you go back and watch it, hardly ever did they even suggest a broader context. Like, obviously, it was there implied because there was a ship, and sometimes they encountered other ships, but it was, yo, we're just out here all alone by ourselves doing whatever the heck we want to, not getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's the whole deal, right? The Enterprise was the first ship to go into deep space on an exploration like that, right? Yeah, it's like we're on a five-year okay. mission, so we're basically not going to be in contact with any other humans or bureaucracy. or We're just going to go see what's out here. Like, I don't think they ever went to Earth into the, like, the actual Federation base or anything in the original series, did they? Not till the movies? Well, I don't know the original series that well, so I couldn't tell you. I've never watched all of them. I, I honestly don't know. I, I think you're right, I think but I don't know. there's only three seasons. I had a Pretty very short. good friend of mine who is super, all growing up, he's like super hardcore Star Trek, and he loves the original series. It's his, probably his favorite out of all of them. And I asked him, I said, I said, I said, I do not want to sit down. Listen, I don't want to sit and watch all 60 episodes <laughs> or whatever it is, because it's, Listen, I'm just going to say it. I'm shallow. You can say what you want. It's just, it's so dated. It's really hard to get into. But I've always heard people say, him included, but the stories and the characters are so good. It's worth it. So I asked him, I said, hey, what episodes would you recommend? Like if I was just going to get like the highlights and he (laughs) jumped, he was like, oh, perfect. Apparently that's a thing, right? Like people have come up with playlists of the original series for people just like me who want to get into it, but don't want to watch them all. And he like 
immediately spit out this like 20 episode maybe it was less than that it was like 18 episode playlist of here watch these and oh by the way watch them in this particular order Hmm. i don't remember what the order is but i totally did it i just had like a weekend where i didn't have anything to do and i was like screw it i'm doing this and i enjoyed it i really liked it it was worth it but that's all i have seen of the original series i definitely went through all of them um and watch them all in episode order. I remember thinking that it would be more difficult than it was. And because of that, I'm like, this is really old and this is really hokey. And then a few episodes in the opposite thing was happening. I'm like, wow, like they were thinking about this and they implemented this like that far back. And they were that insightful about this and that. Like, I remember even being surprised that they're, computer monitors which arguably for most of the time were not actual flat screens but they were like 69 widescreen <laughs> and i was like whoa <laughs> i mean sure they knew. they're bulky but like they did widescreens and and things well, like that that i thought was pretty cool going through those episodes but i never the- did the last season cuz i didn't realize it was a true continuation of the series the animated series i've never watched that Oh, yeah, I forgot about the animated series. I thought that it was just a cartoon that was kind of based on Star Trek, but I didn't realize, no, it's the original voice people. Like, it's essentially the last season of the original series. They just animated it for budget reasons. I didn't realize that either. I thought it was like you were saying, like a just a kind of a knockoff cartoon. Yeah, like totally not. That's cool. But I still haven't gone back and watched them. (laughs) I've watched the Futurama episode a lot where their Star Trek characters are in it and it has the original voice actors. That one's great. I don't remember that one. Oh, it's so good. It's mm. basically like Star Trek has been outlawed in the future because it became no. a religion and too many people were uh, enthralled by it. So they <laughs> they outlawed it. <clears throat> and then the original actors, because they were all outlawed, they like left the planet. But of course, they were just heads in a jar. Because that's right. how Futurama does things. So they all left to go to another planet because they were like, we can't live here anymore. <clears throat> they don't like us. They don't want us. And then Fry and the crew finds them on this other planet. And it's this whole silly thing. It's hilarious. It's a great like episode. It. It's really good. It's Futurama. By the way, I don't know if you've seen Futurama. Futurama. Best TV show of all time. Man. It just is. Disney's Futurama. Whoa. Yeah. I think we, we talked don't. about that. We don't talk about that. We're not. No. Well, in terms of another another segue, because we were talking also about the Mandalorian and obviously the other recent show, The Witcher came the out. Witcher. But but what I mean in in terms Toss of bringing those, Witcher. yeah right. But but bringing those up is just the fact that I noticed in terms of watching both of those. It's way more fun to watch a show that it, that it is released weekly. <laughs> like, yes. Obviously, the impa- it's like, I feel like at this point, I've gotten over the patience aspect of like, yeah, I just want to be able to watch anything whenever I want all the time because that's amazing. And then when you're actually no other people that are watching the show, it's way more fun to watch a show and then have a week to like talk to people about it and absolutely guess what's going to happen next. I feel like you and I talked at a decent amount about the Mandalorian as it was going through. And then the Witcher comes along and it's like, you can't talk about it because you have no idea 
where somebody is or if somebody's watched it or and so then it becomes hey we should uh talk about that when we've finished it <laughs> absolutely yeah i'm i'm with you they did the same thing we'll get back to the witcher in a moment because i want to talk about the witcher uh the other show that i'm totally in love with is the expanse you know mm-hmm. this you should watch it oh. anyway and that's not just for you that's anybody who's listening all three of you you should watch The mm-hmm. Expanse. It's an amazing TV show with amazing characters. Anyway, season f- uh, four just came out, right? And this is the first season that Amazon produced, right? So the first three were all produced by sci- the Sci-Fi Channel. Okay. They were broadcast on Amazon, but then Amazon bought the show between seasons three and four, and right. now this one's... So now they've got Amazon money to work with. And when they were producing it and they were getting ready to release it, Amazon said... I'm going to say Amazon said, I read that Amazon said, so maybe I have my facts wrong, but from my point of view, this is how it happened. Amazon said, you know what? This show was built around being played on TV originally week to week, one episode a week, which allowed this community to grow by doing exactly what you just described. And that community is what saved the show when science, the science, the sci-fi channel canceled it. Mm-hmm. Right, Amazon was able to see this love for the show because of this community that had grown. And they were like, if it had been like a binge watch thing, that probably wouldn't have happened. So we're going to honor that and we're going to release season four, one episode a week so that we can help foster that community, that growth. And I was like, at first I was kind of bummed out. And then I thought, you know what? They're right. I would rather watch it that way. So I had completely convinced myself, nope, that's how it's going to be. Perfect. Boom, done. The day or the day before, I think, they were to release it, they basically went, ah, screw it. We'll we'll do them all at once. (laughs) Never mind. And they just dropped the whole season all at the same time. And I was like, what? (laughs) So I said, you know what? No, I'm going (laughs) to I'm going to just watch one a week because I want to be. I've decided that that's better and that's what I'm going to do. And that is exactly what I did for three days. (laughs) (laughs) I watched the first one. I made it three days. I watched two more and then I was like, screw it. And I just, I just went through the whole season. Wow. Uh, And it was really good. Man, (laughs) that show pulls me in unlike any other show. So they did it fine. Amazon didn't ruin it. Oh no, they it's so good. It's so good, and there are there are special effects and and things that you can tell when you see them now. They were always very good before, but now when you see them, you're like, oh, there's that Amazon money. <laughs> like like the cinematography is unbelievable. It is such a cool show. Oh, okay, man. anyway, back to the Witcher. Back to the Witcher. Yeah, toss a coin to your Witcher. Man, that that's not going to help other studios to decide not to drop them all at once. I know. I don't know why they <laughs> caved. I don't know why they changed it. And and maybe I just missed something. Maybe they were intending to do it that way all along, but that's not the way I read it. So I don't know why it changed at the last minute. Well, I was saying The Witcher is not going to is not helping any because it dropped all at once and also became a massive internet yes. sensation well the expanse did too they were like season four's ratings 
and and or, or I guess they're not ratings anymore. They're they count how many people were streaming it. Were just through the roof, like they because I don't, I'm gonna, I'm not going to stop talking about the expanse. Holy cow! No. Because that was one of the reasons why sci, the Sci Fi Channel dropped it is because they felt like. It wasn't as popular as it should be, but they also never advertised it. They were abysmally terrible at advertising it. Well, well I guess can tell who's you, really good at advertising Amazon stuff? Amazon has advertised Amazon. Expanse because I've seen uh, oh man, plenty of advertisements for it. Yeah, so there were tons of people who just found the show in season four because of Amazon's exposure, and then went back and were like, "Wait, this is the this has been out for three holy crap!" And they watched the whole thing. So the community has just exploded around the show, which is great. It's amazing. It's so good. But yeah, The Witcher. I but I haven't s- seen Expanse songs or memes in every single corner of the internet. Like I That's have of The Witcher. <laughs> they don't sing songs in The Expanse. <laughs> right? <sighs> um, yeah, I think I saw the, the CD Projekt Red, the company that makes... The Witcher games. Cyberpunk. They make Cyberpunk. Yeah. Right. right. Um, Yeah. They're making Cyberpunk 78. (laughs) 78. Wow. Uh, 2000 or 2078. 2078. Yeah. That's the joke. Because it got pushed back. They got, it got delayed. So it's Cyberpunk 2077, but it got delayed. uh, And so the joke is, oh, now it's going to be Cyberpunk 2078. Ha 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 ha. Um, I think they reported that once the Witcher show came out, and they had nothing to do with the show. They were not involved in any way. But that the number of concurrent players of Witcher 3, like, quadrupled or something. Like, it was, like, the highest it's ever been. It was higher than when the game released. Because people watched the show and went, wait, there's video games for this? I want to play them. And they're they're made so well that they're great companions. Like, I was watching the show, and some things were happening in... And, and and you know I wasn't trying to sink it in, up at all, but some things would happen in the show, and I would be like, "Oh snap!" Like I heard some rumor or something in the game when I was playing it about, like, because I went to um, Novigrad, and they were talking about um, now I'm, I'm blanking on what they called it, but essentially like the the polymorphs. Um. Yes. The. Uh... I wanted to say changeling, but it's that's not what it's they call not them. changeling. Yeah, um, totally forgot what they're called. But one of those, somebody was mentioned like, "Oh, that person might be a such and such," Dopplers. and I had no idea what it was. And then I watched the show, <laughs> and they actually have one and show exactly what he is and and various things. I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty." They're not sweet. all evil. No, no, and as you know from playing the game. Yeah, you know, from playing the game. So I thought that was that was pretty cool. And just it's it's like it's like getting back. You watch the show, you play the game, and you're like, oh, I know more of what's happening in the game because I watched the show. But also, if I play more of the game, the show is also more familiar. They just work so perfectly. I think really also thanks to their the time difference between them. Yeah. I think it's like what five years or something between the two. Yeah, I think that's what they've said. That was that was actually I think really smart on the part of CD Red, CD Project Red was rather than try to just retell the stories from the books in a game form, which would be weird. I don't think that would work. They just said, you know what? Let's just 
we'll make new stories with the same characters set after the events of the book, and then we don't have that problem, and it's perfect. It's so good. It works, and it, yeah. And it totally works. And that way, decisions that you make in the game don't necessarily... Because I saw a lot of conversations you know, going on and on about, oh, I can't believe that in the games people make such a big deal about him having a relationship with Triss because clearly in the books he's all Yennefer. He's just team Yennefer all the way. It's like, okay, well, that's later, right? That's five years. Maybe he's, maybe he's changed. Maybe he's, who knows, whatever. Yeah. It works. Well, and, and I loved... Like, it just gives such good context to it because you'll meet different factions in the game and they won't really mean anything to you. But if you watch through the show and you're like, oh, snap, these are like the bad guys. <laughs> I didn't realize, like, they have such a horrible history or whatever. Oh, so. the, uh, the 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 invading the Nilfgaardians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Nilfgaardians. Well, see, that's the beauty. Because you that's come what across them in the game and, and they... There's like a hint that maybe there's something nefarious, but you don't really know. Like, I don't know. I haven't played the other games, and I can obviously just wander into this town and they don't kill me. <laughs> well, right, because in the games, they've already invaded most of the yeah, territory. Exactly. And so it's just kind of become the norm. They're still doing it, but they've people are more used to it, I guess. Um, <laughs> that's what I love so much about The Witcher, though, is there is no good guy, bad guy. They're all bad, right? There's some good going on there but they're all corrupt like the the leaders and the kingdoms and stuff. they're all screwed up in their own way you know it's just it gets really wrong in some areas and it's just it's just shades of gray everywhere there is no truly it lets the, good person it lets the characters shine because they become individual characters become like the good characters or or the right. or the best the brightest, you know, stars in the game or something. Like, I would say, in general, Geralt would be considered more, you know, chaotic, neutral or something. He'd be an anti-hero of some kind. But he is so much more upstanding than the average person in the world. that He's definitely a good guy. He's not necessarily a good guy. He's just the best of the of the bad guys, right? He's but it like, makes him a good guy, right? Yeah. And it's like, well, at least he does seems to do everything, you know, to the best that he can in the best of a situation. And even when he does something that seems, say, extreme or or in some sort of gray area, it's like, yeah, but I mean, really, look at the world that he's in. <laughs> Why wouldn't you cut that guy's head off? Like, he's, he's probably terrible. <laughs> He's just making the best of a bad situation. That's that's one of the things that I've always liked about Geralt as a character is, uh, yeah, he's never necessarily the good guy trying to do the right thing. He's never always purely the bad guy, but he's very much always like, I'm just trying to get through my day. I'm just trying to do, like, why why do you keep pulling me into your politics? Why do I keep... Like, he doesn't care. He doesn't want to be involved in this scheme or that plot, or he doesn't want to be involved. He's like, ugh, just stop. But it just keeps happening But to it him. works. Like, I think even in the show at one point, Yaskir is like, somebody who never wants to get involved, you sure to stick your head in other people's business all the time. <laughs> yes. It's like, yeah, that's pretty much right. Pretty I, much. It's got to be, 
it's got to be telling of how good the author is that over so many different iterations, Geralt appears to be Geralt in all of the iterations, which sometimes a lot of times when something is spread out, somebody gets something really screwed up and like, Oh, that doesn't seem like this character at all. Or that character. I was, I think I was, I think it was the opening cinematic of Witcher two. It may have been three. It's been a while since I've seen it. Um, you might remember it. It is Geralt riding along on his horse, possibly with somebody. And these people are, uh, they're, they're stringing up a woman like to hang her from a tree. And he gets down, tells them to leave her alone or something. And then they attack him and he wipes them all out. There's one guy left. He's walking over to him, pulling out like his other sword or something. And the guy's like, what are you doing? And he's like, killing monsters. (laughs) Yes. And I was like, yeah, that's, see, that's Geralt's, that's Geralt's thing. Like he's, he's a monster killer no matter who's the monster. Sometimes the monsters are people. Yeah, yep. and that's just a, it's like very consistent thematically and character-wise throughout all of those things. And it's like, I feel like, well, he must have really been defined well by the author so that anybody who's familiar with the material can really tell who this person is. and is Absolutely, able to represent absolutely. Them. I think he was pretty heavily involved with the TV show, too, so that helps. I had heard that, but yeah. Yeah, he. I think he was on set for quite a bit of it. And they were asking him a lot of questions. There was an interview I saw with the showrunner and him and Andrew Sop- Sopowitz, Sopowitz. I don't know how you say his name. I have no idea. Um, it's not a long interview. It's pretty short. Um, he doesn't speak a ton of English, um, but he's he gets gets through. But anyway, he was basically they were, they were asking him, like, how does it feel to be here on set? And, you know, do he was like, well, it's really cool. He's like, but this is the first time. Because I guess they've made other TV shows in Poland and other movies. And, and I, I guess it's he, pretty good. Yeah, but I don't know that he was involved or how much he was involved. Because he said that this was the first time that he's able to see this world that he's always had in his mind come to life. Like, he's like walking around these sets. It's emotional for him because he's like, this is exactly how I've always imagined it would look and, and feel. So that's wow. got to be pretty cool. Um, from his point of view, but also to know that, Hey, they got it right. Like he's like, yep, this is exactly it. And he's even said that Henry Cavill, as far as he is concerned, is the default Geralt going forward. He's like, he has nailed it. He is exactly the way I imagined Geralt to be in my, in my, in my mind, man. So whether you like Henry Cavill's performance of Geralt or not, the author, the guy who invented the character has said, He's pretty much spot on what I always thought he would be. So you can't really argue with that. Yeah. I mean, it's good stuff. Now we just have to wait till next year to see some more of both. <laughs> That's the, the worst part about binging a show, right? It's, it's <laughs> over with so quick and you have to wait like nine months. Ugh. Man, speaking These of binging a show, know. I finished another show. Actually, I finished two different shows. Cheers. Oh, wait. We already One of them is cheers. Living With Yourself. Is that the Paul Rudd show? Yes, it is. Okay. It is like eight episodes, and they're only 20 minutes apiece. I heard it was pretty good. I I, I enjoyed it. I was I, I liked how, essentially, 
I feel like oftentimes you watch a show, especially if you know kind of the premise and you kind of feel like you understand the beats that it's going to go on or, or, oh, the troubles are going to get into or that. And I felt like they did a good job of ending each episode with kind of a WTF moment where you're like, what? That's, that's where they're going to go? Like, okay. <laughs> Is that true? I wasn't expecting you to do that right now at this instant. Like, ah, we're just going to hit this head on. Okay, cool. Uh, so that was really short, uh, but but fun. Is that show a uh, comedy? It is. A, that's definitely a dramedy. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't it is, sure. It takes itself more seriously than I thought it was going to, and I think that's purely because I saw Paul Rudd's face. <laughs> Does he have some kind of like mental illness? Like he's multiple personalities or something? Or um, hmm. Don't spoil I suppose it. I could. I could I could give you the premise because they because they because they well they show it in the trailer if you're gonna watch it I mean it's not that long um, then I won't uh, it is not yeah. a mental illness okay yeah don't yeah. don't say more than that I just was yeah. curious because that seems um, like the logical answer that they would go with right is yeah to- totally not and they make it real clear that's not the case and a lot of things where you expect the show to kind of beat around the bush and leave you guessing. They're just like, hey, this is happening. And you're like, oh, you just, all right. You're just going to tell me that's that's how it is. Cool. That is okay. how it is. It's kind of, and I feel like that does a good thing because it's like, hey, guess what? Uh, no, we're not going to waste time um, <laughs> leading into this, you know, revelation or anything. We're just going to tell you because that's not, a, that's not where we're going. <laughs> that's not what this is about. We don't want to, we don't care to leave you, leave you guessing. Um but actually, you were right because we hadn't talked. We talked about Cheers, but we hadn't talked about finishing Cheers. I I just finished Cheers. You That's just finished Cheers. It's over. No Ooh. more cheering. So many episodes. That's a lot. So many. And then you that know what I did TV after I finished Cheers? Time. What? Can you can you guess? I fired up Frazier. The spinoffs <laughs> of Cheers. I fired up Frazier. Is there Dude, another? Frazier is a great show. Oh man, it is. I love Frasier. It got kind of, it got, you know, knocked on a little bit in the media for being too intellectual or it was like, oh, that's the, <laughs> that's the sitcom for smart people or whatever. And I mean, maybe, but I just, I his feel character like is really if good. If you watched and, all of Cheers, you actually have a better idea that that's not really what it's about. Like yeah. Frasier's always taken himself too seriously and thought of himself as too intellectual. I just I like Kelsey Grammer. I think he does a great job as that character. And the guy they got to play his brother Niles is <laughs> perfect. And they even got the same lady to play his ex-wife. Um I can't mm-hmm. remember her name. The Lilith. character Lilith, yes. Like she's even she even makes a recurrence in Frasier. And Fraser. Daphne's it's so perfect. good. Yeah, and the dad. The guy that plays his dad was in Cheers. Really? Yeah, just but a few not episodes. As his dad. Not as no, not as his dad. He claims his dad was dead in 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 the show. Cheers. Huh? How do they retcon yeah. that? There's like, oh well, um, I just I, I, said I he had was heard dead I, I had heard that him. they were um, estranged, and so ah. he considered him dead. Is how is how they did that. Um, that seems like yeah, the and Daphne's great. It. Like, just I don't even know if I'd ever watched the very first episode of Cheers, and I'm like, oh, I like how they brought. I like how they lean. You know, introduced it and and kind of came in from cheers and explained that and how they introduced all the characters. I'm like, this is a good setup. It's a good show. Frasier was a great show. 
Roz yeah. is great. She's a good character. The whole show shows. Good. Man. Shows that I didn't watch when I was younger. Boom. Done. No shows. Boom. And that's it. I'm waiting for season two of The Boys. Season three of Discovery. Still haven't watched that. This has been like TV and, and I know, movie right? podcast I, Clearly that's hour. what we've been doing. Uh, no, I've been playing some games, sir. <laughs> what have you been gaming. playing? Gaming. Not as many as probably, you know, you. But uh, I've been playing Wordscapes. <laughs> that's just the I've word been game. playing <laughs> some of that new uh, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. That's what? been pretty fun. Yep. Been playing is, that. Is, is that the one that comes with the remake? Um, or the mine remaster? Didn't. So I don't know. Mine did not. I thought that they, or maybe they had already released that. They were like redoing yeah, the, that was, the first that was a separate Modern release. Warfare. No, nope, that okay. was a separate release. I think there's like there's like uh, special editions that you can get that probably bundle them together, but I did not do That's that. That's what I, yeah, okay. I didn't have an interest in that. I wanted the new game. And I got it primarily to play the multiplayer because people would work? not stop talking about it. And I was like, you know what? It's been a long time. To heck with it. I'm going to do it. And it's been a blast. Yeah. Do, do, um, do they have a battle royale mode? They do not. That Whoa. was in that was in the pre, the the <laughs> one previous to this. Um, they may add one at some point who knows but they do not have one I've been playing I would say I've been playing Star Wars Battlefront 2 but I've barely touched it we got that for Christmas it was very inexpensive and I thought oh that'll be a fun game for me and my son to play together right because the console has split screen so let's play well then I thought wait a minute I think he has an account you know I control the email address for it but I think he has an account that is for EA from something else. I was like, Oh, if he could, you know, we could family share it. He could get online upstairs. I could get online down here and we could play online together. Uh That would be amazing. So we tried it and it doesn't work (laughs) because EA has a thing that says, Oh, he has a child account and he's under 13. He can't play online. Like it just locks him out of trying to play that game online. He could load the game Dude, up and play the, the offline There's the laws modes. they gotta get around. But yeah, until he's 13, his account can't play online. And there until were a lot of upset parents. goes in and changes his birth date. That is what a lot of people do, apparently. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just, like, come on. Like, I get it. I get it. But it's Star Wars. Really? It's Star Wars. Come on. The people online are not Star Wars. <laughs> They're weirdos. I know. I know. That's that. Sure. That's the reason. But still. I mean, you're online. You should know. I don't listen to those people. I don't talk to them. I know, I but I'm just them. saying you're, you know, you're on, you're on there. Uh, on what the else? What else? What else? There's something else I've been, I was putting some hours into. What was I'm it? I'm sure you finished Jedi, what, Outcast? Oh, Yeah. That was it. I remember the other two now. So I I did the Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, uh, Star Wars it. Jedi Fallen Order. I bet that I can get the next one. Fantastic game, amazing, well worth the uh, not worth. Ten minutes the you have to race. invest to beat it. Uh, no, <laughs> it was like eighteen hours or something. Okay. Um, I I uh, yeah, I would recommend that game. That's fun. Maybe wait till it's thirty bucks, but it's fun. If you, it's like a good mix of the Dark Souls kind of combat, but not really. It's much more fast paced, 
Um, it has the checkpoints. So like everybody, of course, says it's, everybody says it's like Dark Souls, but it really doesn't feel like <laughs> but Dark Souls. It's really to me. like Sekiro. Is that right? I wouldn't know. I've never played Sekiro. Mm, missing out. Um, I'm, oh I'm, 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 I'm just going to say um for an hour. Outer Worlds. Outer Wilds. So, both? Be careful. Because one of those is correct and the other is not. You've played both of them, though, right? I have played both because they are both on Game Pass. There you go. Um, the Outer Wilds. No. Stop. You've, <laughs> outer Wilds. Just Outer Wilds was the outer original wilds. one that came out. And it's the more like down to earth kind of exploration type game. right? T-O-W. You're, you're flying. No. That's, that's, mm, there's no the. It's just Outer Wilds. <laughs> And it's the game. Yeah. It's the game where you have to. You're kind of in this time loop thing, and you're you're like trying to figure out what's going on, and you're finding bits of. It's like an adventure game. What time loop spoilers that, that plays out through the solar system that you're in. Wait a minute, is this Majora's Mask? Uh, it's been compared to that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The oh. other one is the Outer Worlds. Worlds. And it is a straightforward. First person RPG. In oh, the that one we did like, talk about. Yeah, I was I was teasing it for being Fallout. It's very Fallout like. The writing is much better though. It's extremely good. I didn't finish it. I need. I would like to, but I just kind of fell off. But but Outer Wilds, amazing. You should totally play that with your kids and let them help you like solve the mysteries and stuff in that game. It did is you finish it? well worth it. I absolutely finished it. It's so good. Oh, wow. So is it, it is, so is it very good. long? Um, it's as long as you want to make it. That is a question that is very difficult to answer due to the nature of the game. Did you spend there more is than no 10 definite, hours? There yeah, is no definite... Definitely. Oh. There is no definite path through that game that gives you a set amount of time or range. If you, If you know how... You can end that game in 20 minutes from your first playthrough. But the only way you're going to know that, the only way you're going to know to do that, though, is if you spoil it for yourself. So you don't think somebody could, like, (laughs) random person has played the game, and they're like, and it's over. Like, aw. Um, Dang it. You could. You could do it by accident, but the chances of that would be astronomically (laughs) small, I would think, because... There are just some things that you you just wouldn't know to do. I, I don't know. That'd be really hard cool. to do by accident. So you're saying I should play it? Oh, yes. Absolutely should play it. Do you like adventure games? Do you like Myst? Hmm. The I've, idea of Myst is <clears throat> it just drops you into this mist. world, and it never says, go do these things. Right? They set up this world, and they set up this narrative between the two like you get these little scripts of you know scraps of information from these these characters these prompts but you're never told and missed what direction to go what to do why you should do it it's just really your own curiosity that drives you forward and that is exactly what outer wilds does nice. so if that is appealing to you you should totally play that game man it well, is speaking of so games good. that I should play, I will buy it for you if you don't buy it yourself. <laughs> well, but you have to I play it with your kids. It myself. Huh. now that you've mentioned that, I think it sounds like a good time to mention that. Uh, oh, uh, hold on! I, I take a break. Nope, I'm gonna I'm gonna step hmm? out for just a moment. If you, I'm kidding. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> 
Because I know what you're about to say, and I don't want to hear Listen, it. I'm just going to say that I rose victorious in our challenge. Hey. Technically. I think it was a, a two-to-one victory. Didn't we start that challenge when I had already bought some games, though? Was that really fair? Mm, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. No, we didn't. We did not. I know. You beat me fair and square. You spent less on games in 2019 than I did. And, and we only, didn't even count all the money you spent on hardware. Whoa. That you I spent didn't. money on hardware, too. We're not going to go yeah, down that true, road. That's true, but some of that went to you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy so. four switches. <laughs> hey, um, I did that last year. Uh, no, yes, 2019. Last. Yes, last 2018. year. <laughs> I did it holiday of 2018 um, when so, I sold everything else. But um, um, so... I I'm I don't know what my price should be. Like obviously it's a game, this is what we agreed upon, but yep. I don't know what game. Originally it was going to be Sekiro, but you couldn't wait. You bought that for yourself. Listen, it was on Black Friday and I was like, let me hey, see man. the tallies here. Yeah, hey, I can man. buy this and still win. As speaking <laughs> as the person who spent more money on games last year than you do, I can't argue with that. I get it. <laughs> I'm just saying that was the one you originally had and wanted you know what to I have buy, not been playing you bought it I've not been playing Sekiro <laughs> hey if you want me to, if listen just say Evan would you please buy me Outer Wilds and I will do that that's all no, you have see, to say I, well I don't want to say that <laughs> because you might infer that that's my my victory game whoa whoa whoa! why wouldn't it be if you ask me to get through that one then that's that would be exactly which is why i don't want to say it see because i hear that that's not a 60 dollar game well now why does it have to be a 60 dollar game because it's made of money i don't know i'm just i'm just saying i don't little side note you know why i haven't been playing sekiro why two reasons one not a family-friendly game um well Mm, the, the boys, <laughs> I don't the know. boys enjoy, enjoy watching it. <laughs> um, uh, it's hard. That's <laughs> that's one reason. Oh, that's hilarious! That was the hard. best answer you could have given me. <laughs> I have well, beat Dark Souls one, two, and three. I think I hundred percented those games. Sekiro is hard. <laughs> <gasps> I have an idea. I just, I have an idea. Now, uh-huh. you don't have to go along with this, but clearly we both like Dark Souls games. You love Sekiro. We like those style of games. We like games that are made by that studio specifically. Yes? Okay. You agree? Okay. I heard, you may already have heard this as well. Uh, there is a chance that Bloodborne might be coming to PC. Oh. Yeah. How great would that be? be exciting. Right? Remember Blood when we tried Born to play that? And great, good frame, good frame rates where I, my eyes don't feel like they're going to bleed. <laughs> that game gave me a headache every time I tried to play it. Um, I've bought Dark Souls so many times. I would definitely rebuy Bloodborne. So the reason that that's a thing, or potentially a thing, is Sony announced that they are bringing... What was the... Uh, <sighs> Horizon Zero Dawn. They are, they are porting oh, that to yeah. PC. Um, and that is done by Gorilla, which is a Sony-owned uh, studio. Yeah. So then that gets the speculation. So the people are like, oh. And they say they're having a big announcement in potentially in February about PS5. And that there's supposed to be something along the lines of, like, you know, how they're going to... I don't know. The speculation is... 
maybe Sony is going to start branching out into the PC market as well. So, hey, we don't care, you know, like to be able to you know, stream your games there or whatever. So like kind of what Microsoft is doing is, hey, we don't care where you play your games. As long as you're buying a PlayStation game, we don't care where you play it. So because they're bringing some of their other first party games like Horizon to PC, there's hope and speculation that they will do that for other games. And then, of course, naturally, everybody went, oh, my, what if they bring Bloodborne to PC? Holy crap, I would totally buy that. And I'm here to tell you, holy crap, I would totally buy that. Wow, yeah, I would. So, it's not a thing, but I guess it's supposed to be like February 5th or something. Like, it's coming up really soon, whenever this big announcement's supposed to be. So, people are thinking, oh, that's when they're going to finally announce PS5. Who knows? It may not be. Man, somehow I just don't think that a big announcement's going to be Bloodborne. No, like, the big announcement would be, hey, here's our new console. Uh, Oh, by the way, we're going to do a bunch of PC games, too. Well... Speaking of Sony and their consoles, that's reason number two I haven't been playing Sekiro. Because uh, PlayStation suck, that's why. <laughs> and okay. by that I mean my PlayStation doesn't work. What? Well, actually, it was working today. But what would happen is I'm playing Sekiro. I'm having some fun. And by that I mean I'm my blood is boiling because I'm so angry that the game killing me so much and and so ruthlessly too but uh and then it just goes off and it just turns off the overheating and I'm, like, and I'm like i go to turn it back on and it's like beep beep and i'm like okay maybe it got hot it's not really hot back here it doesn't really feel hot but it also won't come on i'll leave it alone a few hours later turn it on it comes on I'm like cool but I'm not playing anymore. The next day I play some. I'm playing for a little while. Turns off. Wow. And then it won't come back on. So I'm like, I'll wait till the next day. And the next day doesn't come on. And I'm trying other cables and I'm like plugging it. Oh, maybe it's the power strip. Maybe it's the outlet. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Nope. Can't do it. Eventually came on some days later when somebody decided to like watch a movie on it or do something with a disc. And it shut off, and then it wouldn't come back on. We couldn't get the disc out. I was like, oh, no, this DVD. We can't get this DVD out. And it just would not would not work. Some people were like, yeah, it's, it, that is probably overheating, and you should, you should take it and uh, take it apart and blow it out. Today, I thought, well, maybe I will do that. And then I was confronted with the, you know, hey, take this off, and you have no warranty. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, but the warranty's already expired on that anyway. Maybe, but then I thought about your broken Xbox. I was like, maybe I could get an exchange or something. I really haven't had it that long. I bought it in a Red Dead 2 bundle, but it's still probably long enough. But I was like, I should check into that first. I did find out and look up how you could manually release the disc because, you know, it has a slot load thing. Yep. There's a little hole where you put a screwdriver and you twist it and it'll just manually like slowly eject the disc. It, which is potentially a disc issue is potentially another reason why it won't come on. Cause it, it basically you hit the button, the light, the blue f- light blue flashes, boom. And then it goes back off and then literally does nothing at all. You hit the power button, no sound, no nothing, zero things. Man. So then I just decided I would physically blow in every vent I could find. And I did. And then I hooked it back up and it came on. 
And that was before we started recording this. And I was like, oh, well, I don't know if this will stick, but I have tried probably dozens of times over the last several weeks to turn that thing on. I wouldn't do anything. And now it's on. I fired up Flower just because it was a digital game. I don't want to put another disc in it. I also decided not to stand it up anymore, but to lay it down. I'm like, you know what, Sony? This is the last draw. Well, you know what it sounds like to me, honestly. That Series X or Series 10, that looks pretty good. (laughs) You know, it sounds to me like maybe it's just ready for you to buy a PS5. They're like, listen, PS5 is just right around the corner. Top friggin' tier Planned obsolescence. (laughs) Brand new. Is this a pro? (laughs) Yeah, PS4 Pro. Basically play two or three games on it. I played, I think, um, Red Red Dead Dead 2 and God of War. And then I was playing Sekiro. Uh, Only three (laughs) of the most demanding games that you could possibly throw at it. Yeah, but it was brand new. I should be able to get more than friggin' three games worth out of it. That's hilarious because God of War was the one that everybody complained about how loud their fans were playing that game. Uh, and I had a launch PS4 or close to it, and it was as quiet as could be. It never once had any problems playing that game. So <laughs> well, I, don't I know. think they got some problems. That's crazy and- because Sony was always like they're a hardware company, right? That's what they do. That's what that's mm-hmm. how they became Sony that we know today is they make hardware. So that was always their strong point early on, right, was their hardware was better. And Microsoft is a software company, not a hardware, and that's why their hardware always had problems. It's hilarious that that is flipping around. It seems like it is. I mean, a lot of people had problems with Xbox Ones, but mine was fine. And I yeah, never I've had never had a problem with, with the years I had. I did have one Xbox 360 that red ringed, but that was still, quote unquote, the early days of Microsoft figuring out the hardware stuff, too. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of hardware and Xbox and all this stuff, so you've seen the pictures of what the new one looks like, right? It's like a tower, right? Yeah, at least the Series X. I'm sure they're going to yeah. come up with a Series S. Well, I don't. I would imagine they're going to be similarly shaped. I would hope. I mean, that Maybe. that seems like a lot of extra tooling, factory work that they don't <laughs> need to do if they could just reuse the same. Well, form I mean, factor. technically, the Pro. I mean, the Xbox One X and the S are. That's different. true. They are. Uh, I think that was more for marketing reasons, though, because they really wanted to make sure that it stood out and looked different because yeah. they were in they were in the hole like they were playing catch up. But I saw an interview or I read something. I don't know if it was from Phil Spencer or somebody else at, at Microsoft. They were saying, how come this Xbox is shaped the way that it is? It's so much different. Like, why did you guys choose to go in that direction? I don't know if I've told you this or not, or if you've seen this. But anyway, he said, basically, oh, because this is the first time. When we were building a new console, we didn't come up with how it should look and then go to engineering and go, okay, fit everything in this box. He said, we did it the other way around. We started at engineering and said, this is how we, this is, this is how we wanted to perform. And they built it. He goes, and then we built something to go around that. He goes, in all the previous ones, it's always been, let's come up with the design of the thing first and then figure out how to make it work how to shove all the internals in which causes problems with overheating and all that other stuff and they said this time you know it shouldn't have that issue because they designed it from the ground up inside out 
to be to so it can cool itself properly so everything can be built properly and put together in a logical and proper way i was like that's awesome but they finally were like oh duh maybe that's how we should do this from the beginning (laughs) now they would only do my 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 other wish for an xbox which has been a wish for a long time it'll probably never happen i want them to let me dual boot that sucker I want to be able to boot that into Windows and fire up Steam if I should want to. Oh, wow. <laughs> that does sound like a pipe dream. <laughs> because if I could run Windows on that thing, I would be really happy. <laughs> and I would delete Boot Camp off this Man, laptop. that would be, on the one hand, you think there's no way they would do that. But on the other hand, you're like, yeah, they could totally do that. They've got because, the store, like their cross Yeah. Like, and their big their big thing is we don't care where you play it, right? Play it in Windows, yeah. play it on the Xbox. We don't care. That would be super cool. That would uh, be actually really cool. Man, I've always wanted them to do that. Man, and I feel like if I ever there's a time board. where they might consider it, it's with this Microsoft. May, okay, <laughs> so they've also been very clear that the Xbox, it's that the new console is just Xbox. And that there will be yeah. different series, right? Different versions. So the Series X is the one out of the gate. There's pr- probably going to be a lower end one, Series whatever. And they've also alluded to the fact that Series X is not necessarily the most powerful one we're going to make. There's going to be more powerful ones. So maybe maybe the Series like X doesn't have what you're talking about, but maybe the next one that's more beefy does. It would be like, it would be like Microsoft saying, hey, look, we we make laptops now. We make tablets now. Uh, but we also make this desktop that you can use. Uh, if you really want to buy it, you know, for your office, that's cool. Uh, isn't it cool that you could also, you know, like reboot it and play some Xbox games? <laughs> oh, man. I would actually Wouldn't it be, be cool be if you were, really say, cool. developing Xbox games on your Xbox in like Visual Studio, Microsoft Visual Studio. <laughs> wow. Right on your Xbox? I would think that would open some kind of crazy doors for all kinds of like homebrew stuff though that they might not like, but Yeah, but if uh, they, if you could only do that in Windows, then it wouldn't necessarily matter. Because I mean you can already be, do that in Windows. I think I'm on board with this idea. Cause I was just now we just need I, to get them toying with the idea of like upgrading my PC, like put a new video card and stuff in it. And I was like, man, I really don't know that I want to spend that kind of money on that. Tell That's, Phil Spencer uh, to get on it. Okay. I'll, I mean, I'll already, send him an email. They already make phones that you can hook up to like keyboards and screens and like, look, it's Windows 10. So, All right. I'll send him an email as soon as we're done with this. I was like, dear Phil. All right. So I, I think I've narrowed down my, 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 my victory dessert to, to two options. Cyberpunk 2077 versus Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, wow. Neither one of those are out for quite a while. (laughs) Uh, Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake is March 3rd. There's no way that's going to be out in March. Uh, Well, you know it's part one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Wait, is each part 60 bucks? What? Yes. Holy cow. (laughs) Yes. Okay, well, I'm only buying you part one. (laughs) I know. I know. I think 77 so, has been pushed to like September or something. Like it got pushed really far. But I think that no matter what the release dates were, if they were both available right now or if they were both available some other time, 
I think I would still go with Final Fantasy VII Remake. That seems that seems like an answer I would expect from you. Now, I don't mean that badly. I, would, I just that seems like the game <laughs> you would pick, knowing you and uh, yeah, you, I, yeah, that seems right. So the question is, do, do you have anything off the top of your head that you think would would deserve to be in that running? Like if you were going to let me choose for you, yeah. I mean, obviously, you might it, choose like does it Outer have Wilds, to be a sixty dollars game. Skip that. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be, but then it might be real obvious. Like, yeah, of course you would choose that one because you're paying. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> you're gonna get me Kingdom Classic, aren't no, you? No, no, that's not what I mean. What I mean is, <laughs> like, is that the stipulation so that that limits my choices, or sure. can I just pick something that I'm like really passionate about that I think you would really, really like? Or maybe, maybe I choose to buy you $60 worth of other games, like it adds up to 60 I don't know. Man. How, how's that for a deal? Whoa. I know, because I would put Outer Wilds on that list without question. <laughs> but that's not a $60 game. I think that's a $30 game. Mm. Actually, if you get your Xbox and you subscribe to Game Pass, you can just play it on there, because that's where I play it. Oh. Um, wow. Yeah, it's only on, oh, I guess it's on PS4 now, but it launched on Xbox Game Pass for consoles only, and on PC, it is still an Epic Store exclusive okay, until that's, sometime this year. <sighs> I don't know what else I would put in that running, because I don't, I honestly haven't bought a lot of $60 games. I don't know Do what you I would have put on there. anything that is coming out that, that you're excited about? Probably Cyberpunk 77 would be the one I'm most excited about. Um, That's probably why you were like, of course you'd pick that one. Of course you'd You know what like, I would pick? You know, you know honestly, if, if I, it would either be Cyberpunk, or if I had to pick something that was out right now, it would be Smash Brothers Ultimate for the Switch. Whoa. But that's a problem, because then I'd have to buy you like four copies. <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't know work. you were well. Well, no, that's a that's a one screen game. Oh, right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Because, and the reason I say that is because I have been considering buying it for us to play here. The only reason I haven't is because I did that on the Wii U and we never played it. <laughs> but all uh, my kids are, are old enough the now. That and my daughter seems to have an interest in it. I was showing her the character select stuff, and I was showing her how it played, and she seemed like she'd be into it. And I thought, man, that'd be fun to do like a weekly Smash Brothers thing. Um, eh. So I don't know, but it's still sixty dollars. I'm like, man, really? And it's not going to go down. Oh no! Oh no! Because <laughs> it's Nintendo. It's Nintendo, and, and that's like one of games. their most. Po- yeah, right. <laughs> Um, so that that's a segue into my. I want to talk about this one last thing, and I think we'll we can call it for this episode because I'm getting yeah, tired. We got we um, got to. We started tonight a new tradition. I and I shamelessly stole this from Vinny over at Giant Bomb. I listened to the Beastcast, okay. and he was talking about how he does this with his family, and I thought that is amazing. I'm going to totally do it. Uh, maybe you'll do it too. Who knows? So we okay. started it tonight. Basically, it is. Every Saturday night, Saturday evening, whatever, it's somebody's turn, so it's going to rotate between weeks. So tonight we started with my daughter. That person gets to pick an activity that the whole family has to do together. The whole family must participate. Okay? Okay. 
They can pick any activity they want, watching a movie, playing a board game, playing a video game, baking something, doesn't matter. Whatever the activity was, it must be something that we can all do. It must be something that we can do at home. Okay, so it's not like, oh, we're going to go bowling. You can maybe <laughs> yeah. do that once in a while if it's like a special occasion or something, but it needs to Doesn't be something. It has to be free. Right, yeah, it has to be something that you have available, right? <laughs> um, and, of course, the kids were like, oh, that sounds great. That's what I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to do this and this. And I said, well, now hold on. <laughs> I said, the spirit of this is that we do this together, right? So when it's your week to choose, that's not your week to go, ha ha, I'm going to make everybody do this thing that they don't like because that's what I want to do. I said, because that's going skinny dipping. Right. Because that's going to come around to bite you. Right. That's, that's not going to work. Cause then the next week when it's your sister's turn to choose or your dad's or whoever you're it's, I said, so really that puts some responsibility on the person who's choosing to try to pick something that they think everybody will like to do. Um, and they were like, okay, they seemed like they were like, they were cool with it. And so tonight, my daughter it was her night and she chose that we were going to watch a movie. And I said, okay, you have to pick the movie too. And so she picked some Disney movie that I, it's the uh, descendants. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like the, it's like the kids. It's a, it's a TV. One of the Disney made for TV movies. She loves yeah, it. I, I've heard of it. She's seen it like a hundred times, but that's what she wanted <laughs> to watch with everybody. I absolutely have zero interest in watching it, but I was like in the spirit of it, we will absolutely watch it. So we all sat down here and watched it together. And next week, my son will get to choose whatever the activity is. He says he's already picked it out. Um, and then my wife will have the third week and I'll do the fourth week and then we'll just rotate around and see how long we, we. can keep it going. So it's, question, is there a is there a um, minimum and maximum time? Nope. Uh, I mean, no? I, I would say aim for an hour, but uh, I didn't set that requirement i could just imagine somebody being like we're gonna play whatever it's like duck game and then it's like all right that round's over <laughs> done well i mean it's like well, that was five minutes no yeah so you can do that you know, if you wish yeah I, I wouldn't i wouldn't do that and, and i hope it doesn't turn into let's just watch a movie every week or let's play a video game every week but i want it yeah to do different things so well when, since you two can pick yes exactly yeah. So like I've already got a couple of board games in mind that we have that we've never played that would be fun for us to play. Um, Vinny does that. That's what that's one of his things, right? Is he loves board games. He loves these really like board games that nobody's ever heard of or that are really good. Um, he seeks them out. And so he's trying to introduce those to his family some more. So that sounds like fun. I think you know, my kids are obsessed with Monopoly deal. Do you have Ugh. that? I don't know Monopoly deal, but I cannot stand Monopoly. It's it, this. This is a monopoly that if you hate monopoly, you can love. Is it like a, it's a card, card game. game? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very fun. Even my four year old. Well, I mean, I guess she's five now. Uh, That's right. She loves it. And it's fascinating to see <laughs> them do strategy and stuff. I'm like, really? Wow. You were holding on to that card or you were saving this so you could do it with this. I'm like, wow. Okay. You're getting. I have to step up my game playing some of these. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think you, I mean you have obviously yeah, a much bigger family, so you're going to have you. You'll have to, you know, Monopoly deal is way better with four people than than with more because the more you have, the slower the. Game. I mean, we're playing it past the player limit <laughs> that's supposed to be there. It works. 
but it can take a long. It's like one of those games that you're supposed to finish in 10 or 15 minutes. But if you add in some more players than you're supposed to, it's going to take you 30 to six, like 60 minutes to finish one oh, round. No. <laughs> it's like, why won't this end? And, and That's like, oh, now it's more like Monopoly. Was, yeah. I was like, but now you're playing real Monopoly. Oh my gosh. I hate. We played Monopoly a lot as kids. And now that I'm an adult, nah. I'm like, that is the worst. See, that's the thing that I, and I think that's the big thing why Vinny pushes board game. Like he's trying to show like, there's way better board games out here than Sorry and Trouble <laughs> and Monopoly and all these ones that kids just automatically want to play. It's like, there's so many better board games. Dude, we have played a lot of Monopoly. The board game also Ugh, recently. Hate it. Um, I can tell you though, I, I dug into rules and even some videos about it. And the the general consensus is Monopoly, if you play it right, uh, is not bad. And if you if you play with even just like one of, of so many common house rules, you break the game. Like it's one of those games that's really easy to break. And it has been broken. Like one example they mentioned was um, so anytime somebody lands on a property, that property has to be sold. Either you buy it or it's auctioned. So, and that's official rules. So you're supposed to, somebody's supposed to play auction here and auction it off. Hmm. That makes it go faster. Um, you definitely can't do free parking, of course. Right. Yep, um, that's the big one. You definitely can't do like offers to people like, well, I'll sell you this. Um, and then you, I don't have to pay rent for three turns or whatever. Like you can't, you can make deals to sell properties and those things, but you can't make up your own like random terms about rent and stuff. Rent always has to be paid. Those things. Um, you are not allowed to modify the number of houses in the game because there's actually a certain number and it's actually supposed to be that way so that people can create housing shortages. Hmm. Additionally, that is why hotels were not a part of the original game and you should play without them. Is <laughs> because every time you put a house, you in, a hotel, you end up putting four houses back in. Um, and then it becomes this like huge sink where yeah, houses ends. keep getting shifted around and yes. rent gets, uh, yeah. And so that's not supposed to be able to happen because there's supposed to be a finite number of houses on the board that never go away unless they essentially, unless you have to sell them off, like, cause you're going bankrupt. Um, and so when you play with those things, the game doesn't take nearly as long. Like we never have like whatever a six hour game. It can still, it can still get that way. And lately when we've been playing, I'm like, we're going to play it, but what's going to happen is as soon as one person goes bankrupt, the game is over <laughs> and whoever has the most money wins. <laughs> I like that rule a lot. <laughs> and that changes it a lot. Cause it's like, Oh, I'm out. My mom used to ruin the game for everybody because she would just decide that she was tired of playing. But what she would do when she decided is she would decide that she was just going to give all of her stuff to somebody. Oh, no. <laughs> and she'd be like, I'm just going to give your little sister all my properties and money. I'm out. And we're like, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> she's a she's a billionaire now and she hasn't earned it. Right. Um, but check out Monopoly Deal. And um, okay. that's, Actually, my, that's, that's my closing comment. We might have that. I want to say we have a Monopoly card game. I don't know if it's. I feel like deal. I have brought that to your house before. I I'll have to We've look and see. So we have a lot of card games. Yeah. Um, gosh, you said something earlier that made me think. Now I don't remember what it was. Oh, a board game that we discovered recently. It's been around forever, 
but we discovered it recently and it is so much fun for all of us. It's called Ticket to Ride. Great game. Ticket to Ride. Heck yeah. About, hey. about trying to connect train lines across the United I, States. I had that on iOS. I've never played the board game. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Even my seven-year-old is like, she gets way into it. It's a lot of fun. So the board game works out good. I've definitely mm-hmm. played it on like iPad and I have it on Steam. For real. Yeah. No, the board game is a lot of fun. Um, at first, it seems like, wow, this is going to be complicated, but it's really not. Like if you take your time to read the rules and understand them, it's really not that complicated. Uh, and, nice. and it's 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 a lot of fun. My sister came over and played with us one night. She never plays board games. She does not have any interest in it. And she came over and played one night with us and it was a blast. So it's a it's it's good. Nice. Yeah, that sounds a board that game sounds fun. I will not recommend is <laughs> Star Wars Risk. <laughs> Holy crap. That game is the most convoluted. It's just full of nonsense rules and like all these little sub areas and sub games and th- it makes no sense whatsoever. It is. And my son loves it. He always wants to play it. I'm like, dude, I hate this game. It's so weird. I get real persnickety about Risk variants. Not that I wouldn't be open to some. And I've heard um, Risk Legacy is really awesome where you actually modify the game as you're playing it like permanently. Like they'll be like, oh, you have these two choices and you pick one and the other one you tear up and throw in the trash. Like, wow. And you you build your own Legacy Edition of risk that plays I don't in know. a unique way because of that. I love so it sounds it that sounds neat, but all the other ones I get I get frustrated at just like kind of silly things. I really like boards, the maps themselves to look cool. Yeah. And every sci-fi version of risk that I see is like, look at these round planets like star it's like mm-hmm. StarCraft risk and stuff. I'm like, I want to want StarCraft risk. But you're like, look, here's some round planets that you can hop. I'm like, that doesn't look cool. Yeah. Well, I don't want that. From... There was a Halo one that did that. And I was like, no, give me like a Halo ring map that looks like Halo the, uh, terrain. The Star don't Wars risk me... is a giant TIE fighter. So there's that. What? See, that's nonsense. Yeah, it's a, it's, I want none of that. It, it, it's not the board that's weird. It's, there's like eight different fast, mm. you know, sections to that game and they all play differently. And it's just, uh, it's it's not super complicated but it's just it's convoluted like there's just so many different rules it's like (laughs) 10 different people designed this game and they all wanted to do something different and it's like what is going on (laughs) that reminds me i like classic axis and allies i loved axis and allies oh yeah we played that a lot but dude that's got some the rule rules that's oh yeah but i liked that because (laughs) i don't know i think it was the history angle of it that i liked it's also got a good map does but i like classic yeah. old school og risk that is what i like classic risk is so good i do i do like that i have also liked two of the mission risk variants okay well um, i have risk on the switch so if you get it then we can just we'll play it sometime i'm pretty sure i have it okay well then i, why always, buy, we playing I this? always buy risk when it's available we, we should we should be playing this then let's do this i agree okay then i agree as Dude, well and on that agreement Let's end this show. That's it. We've we've done it. And I just realized I have screwed up recording this. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's recorded. Everything's fine. But I'm recording it at the wrong uh, 
I'm going to say this wrong. I should know these differences, not the bit rate. I've, I've recorded it at the wrong, um, I'm at 48 kilohertz and I should be at 44.1. And so what that does is you'll record at 44.1 and I'm at 48 and they won't sync up. So they'll, they'll slowly drift out of sync. So I need to figure out a way to oh, convert. Can this. you just load my track and the thing is smart enough to sync them up and no. then you just convert the whole thing. No, together? because they're different wavelengths, right? They're different. They're, they're slightly <laughs> different. Software is supposed to solve those problems. <laughs> there are two <sighs> different standards for a reason. Like you typically use 48 for like video stuff because it syncs up with the, with the video frame. I don't, I don't, well, I don't now, do sir, video. Wrong podcast. I know we're going into a whole different territory <laughs> here and you can tell I don't know what I'm talking about. So what? Well, listen, that's almost intelligible. I'll f- <laughs> but there it is. <laughs> Episode Later. 21. Later. Later.